I'm a cold Italian pizza. I could use a lemon squeezer. This is Music Cats from 89.3 The Current. Thanks for dropping by. This is a weekly chat where a couple colleagues and I gather around and have a little fun discussing some of the new music we're playing on the station and to find out if it's working for us. Support comes from the Red Stag Supper Club with late night happy hour and weekly music, lunch, dinner, and late night seven days a week and brunch on weekends. Focusing on locally farmed and organic ingredients, redstagsupperclub.com. I'm the host of the show. My name's Bill DeVille. It's my pleasure to welcome today's guests. Our co-music directors are in the house. It's Melanie Walker. Hi, Mel. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. And David Sapphire as well. Hi, David. Good to be here. Mm-hmm. This time on Music Heads, we'll discuss new albums from Death Cab for Cutie and Foster the People. But first, My Morning Jacket, the band that was once called a jam band for people who don't like jam bands, have a new album called Circuital. And they're far from a jam band on this one. These days, they have more in common with Wilco and the Flaming Lips than Dave Matthews' band. My Morning Jacket returned to the old stomping grounds in the Louisville Church Gymnasium to record Circuital. The band pulled out all the stops for this one. Its influences are wide and varied, from Thai pop to Beach Boys to The Who to obscure soundtracks. The band produced an album that explores life and death. The band singer and main songwriter Jim James seems to be embracing the fact that he's into his 30s now, and he's looking for life's deeper meaning. Here's a taste of the album's title track. This is called Circuital. Circuital is the new album from My Morning Jacket. Melanie, is it working for you? Absolutely. This is just one of those masterpieces. It's probably the best, I think, that I've heard from this band. I I, think so, too. I'll admit I've never been a huge My Morning Jacket fan until the last album, Evo Urges, came out back Mm -hmm. a few years ago. But this band continues to change and evolve and experiment and it's a lot of fun to watch what's happening with them, just like Wilco, just like the Flaming Lips. Right. They're kind of playing with different textures and also looking back. You know, this album is very, I wouldn't call it melancholy, but they're definitely looking back a lot. They're kind of remembering the good days or mm-hmm. remembering moments in their life. And they talk about that. And a lot of these songs are sometimes just being downright funny like out of my system was probably my favorite track on the album they told me not to smoke drugs but i wouldn't listen never thought i'd get caught and wind up in prison chalk it up to youth but young age i ain't dissing i guess i just had to get it out of my system out of my system out of my system Oh Lord, I'd never do it now, I know what I ain't missing That I went and got it all out of my system They're definitely making fun of being young and experimenting With drugs, yeah. With drugs mm. It's an album that I think they should definitely be proud of because they've come a long way, I feel like, from the quote-unquote jam band, whatever that means anymore, to this band that can be almost undefined. You know, I can't really put my finger on but I can't wait to see them at Rock the Garden this year. I think it's going to be a mind-expanding experience. I think so. And sadly, though, they can't play one of those three-and-a-half-hour sets that they're known to do, you know, like your Bonnaroo's and places like that. Well, you never know. I wouldn't put it past them. 
them or who knows, maybe the venue will be taken aback by the amazing My Morning Jacket. David Safar, how about you? Is it working for you? Yeah, it's a great album. You want to know what category to put them in? They are an American rock and roll group. That's yeah. what they exactly. are. I don't think you need to categorize them as anything else. I don't think they've ever really been a jam band. Other I don't, than the I don't fact think that so they're, they're, they came from the south and they have guitars in their band, so you get lumped in. You know? Right, they're an American rock band who knows how to jam, and their yeah. live shows. I know they've definitely delivered that sort of jam band feel in the past. I don't know if they'll continue to do that. They are on a parallel track. Um, with a lot of other American rock bands that started in the late 90s that maybe were coined as indie rock. And then actually right around 2003 when this band moved over to a major label, a lot of other bands, a band that we're going to talk about on this show, a lot of these bands were signed to big labels and Mm -hmm. they've sort of been building their careers up. And I think this album could be the one for them where people who don't know about them learn about them. If you don't know about this band, you need to know about them because I think we're going to look back and this is going to be one of the greats and Jim James can sing the dictionary to me There's and done, I will yeah. enjoy it I mean he has an amazing voice he has one of those voices that is going to carry on and generations you know after our generation is going to look back and look at him as being a great rock and roll singer to me, he's a guy who can really do no wrong. I mean, there's part of that John Prine tribute. He's been doing all these tributes, and he's just a lover of all things music, and he's really good at being that guy. And I think this is a really strong album, too. They went for the brass ring with this one, and I think they delivered. Every track is different from another, yet there's a thread that's running through it, you know, of the thread of life and growing older. And, and they do have a yeah. signature sound mm-hmm. that carries throughout it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, there's this one track that our program director is a really big fan of that we've added to rotation that's just a stunner called Wonderful. Yes. The way I feel. So wonderful. I first heard it it didn't strike me so much but after a few listens it is just a stunning track mm-hmm. um and that's where jim james i think on this entire album that's where he really shines with his vocals it's just so sentimental yeah. and delicate and um memorable and that was maybe the most conventional song on the album Probably, too. yeah more of an acoustic based song i thought yeah. of you know like paul mccartney or even fleet foxes with that particular track. I thought that was it just It resonates a, yeah. really well after a bunch mm-hmm. of listens. There's a bunch of interesting tracks. Holding On to Black Metal, I thought was really good. It has got uh, the children's choir and a brass section. Jim James says it was inspired by his listening to Thai pop music, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting, too. So obviously, I mean, he's very diverse. Somebody told me once, too, that he's a big fan of the Muppets. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So yeah, every- one of the songs um, yeah. supposedly on this album, uh, Out of My System, was a musical idea that he had and wrote for an upcoming Muppets film. <laughs> he said that was uh, the Muppets are his biggest influence. <laughs> I See, and every now, every time I listen to a My Morning Jacket song, I imagine Kermit just going downtown on his banjo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kermit will be at Rock the Garden. <laughs> <laughs> the new album is called Circuital. 
the latest from My Morning Jacket. This is Music Heads from 89.3 The Current. David, it's your pick. I want to tell you about this band called Death Cab for Cutie. I've heard of them. If you If you haven't heard of them yet, they're an indie rock band. They're from Bellingham, Washington. They formed in 1997, and honestly, not many people knew about them until around 2003, around the same time at My Morning Jacket, were picked up by a bigger label and started getting more attention. Death Cab for Cutie that year released Transatlanticism, and in the same year, their lead vocalist, Benjamin Gibbard, released an album under the name The Postal Service with this guy Jimmy Tamborello and Jenny Lewis, who at the time was not known as a solo artist, but was in Rilo Kylie, and she still is. I think that's not coincidental that Death Cab for Cutie became very popular at the same time the Postal Service got a lot of attention because their music was in commercials and films. Yeah, everywhere. And this band has often been mislabeled or described as emo. They're not. They are an accomplished indie rock band who has brought themselves to the mainstream through, honestly, their really strong songwriting and musicianship, and everyone should give them credit for that. They're consistently releasing strong material, and even though they might not be a band that is breaking new ground in music, they are a band that continues to be relevant, and if you don't know about them yet, you need to learn now, and you need to figure out who they are by listening to this new album, Codes and Keys. It's been three years since Narrow Stairs, two years after he married Zoe Deschanel, Uh so he, he sounds a lot happier on this album. Here's my favorite track off the album, it's called Monday Morning. Codes and Keys is the new album from Death Cab for Cutie. Mel, was it working for you? You know, surprisingly, yes, it was. I've never not been a fan of Death mm-hmm. Cab for Cutie, have liked bits and pieces of albums in the past. Their big album back in 2003, Transatlanticism. That's probably my favorite album of theirs. There's a few tracks on there that have become staples of my musical collection that I listen to off and on all the time. But Codes and Keys is an album. There's not a lot of albums that have themes that carry through the whole album and they definitely do that on this one it's a lot about breaking up opening up things that are hidden mysterious it's really an album with a lot of heart it's personally very deep ben gibbard is one of those vocalists that i feel like is a little bit forgotten about he's one of the best lyricists i think for modern day musicians that i know of you know he's a poet that happens to be a rock and roller as well This new album promised to have a lot more keyboards on it. They're really haunting. They're very complimentary to the vocals and the eerie, fuzzy distortion that happens all over the record. There's lots of intricate harmonies and intricately built arrangements that remind me a lot of like the shins. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Also, Fleet Foxes. I wouldn't say this record sounds like a Fleet Foxes record, but when you think of harmonies, I always think of you know, beautiful Fleet Foxes arrangements. This record has a lot of that. There's not as many strings as there normally are on a Death Cab for Cutie record, which I like strings, so I was a little disappointed by that. But I had a hard time picking songs to talk about because there are a number of really beautiful songs. But I think my favorite is probably a track called St. Peter's Cathedral. At St. Peter's Cathedral There is stained glass There is a steeple That is real 
heaven Such ambition never failing to amaze me It has a reoccurring lyric throughout it. They say over and over and over, there's nothing past it, which uh, you're just like constantly stabbed with that lyric, and it's very moving. Yeah, and I noticed that one too, and I mentioned that one of the big influences on this record was Brian Eno. Very evident on that one with the atmospheric production that Eno was so known for. I thought that was a super great track as well. David, is the album working for you? Yeah, it's a good album. On this album, they are displaying their musicianship. And there's just such interesting arrangements on this album, and the lyrics are great. And at a time when, you know, we're about to talk about a band that has uh, maybe a one-hit wonder coming up next, this band has consistently released albums like My Morning Jacket. Mm -hmm. And that's something very different. You know, we're kind of in an age now where everybody's grabbing their free song off the internet from a band to see if they like it, to decide if they like the band. This is a band where you really should dig into the album. There's tons of good tracks here. The title track, Codes and Keys, is really strong. You Are a Tourist and... The leadoff track is great. It's called Home is a Fire. I loved it's that song. It's a beautiful song. song. Yeah, and I thought that was like Death Cab meets Postal Service because mm-hmm. it was more electronic than yep. many of the songs on the album. And you are a tourist. You know, we're talking about keyboards and electronics and that. That song has one of the greatest kind of jagged guitar riffs running throughout mm-hmm. the song. Because when you find yourself a villain In the story you've written It's plain to see That sometimes the best intentions Are in need Ben Gibbard's voice is almost used like another instrument in that song, and I think it's just stunningly beautiful and a real winner. This is a band at the top of its game. It's a well-executed album. Chris Walla, first-rate producer, this album sounds so good start to finish. You know, we mentioned Wilco earlier. They're quietly becoming in that league, too, you know, of a band that that can do their own thing, can do whatever they want, and they delivered a big one here. I think this is just a really nice album. And one of the things about Death Cab for Cutie is they're always kind of touted as a band that just has like pretty songs mm-hmm. you know like I think this album proves that there's a lot more depth there yeah. than just a pretty melody yeah and this uh, album is one of those that just will sound really good on the airwaves yeah I hope so mm-hmm. the new album is called Codes and Keys from Death Cab for Cutie Melanie it is time for your pick well I'm here to talk about what could potentially be 2011's one hit wonder it's potentially. a band <laughs> potentially <laughs> it's a band called Foster the People mm-hmm. and they're a trio based out of Los Angeles, California and for a baby band they've made quite the name for themselves with their single Pumped Up Kicks which I'm sure most people have heard it seems to be everywhere these days it was number 4 on the Billboard's alternative chart number 9 on the rock chart and has already sold 222,000 copies smokes. of a single which is really impressive yeah. mm-hmm. for a brand new band now all of this has taken place before the debut of their full length album which actually just came out on May 24th on Columbia Records it's called Torches Although Pumped Up Kicks has proven to appeal to an assortment of fans from soccer moms to the hippest of the hipster chic, it's really remarkable for a band to resonate that deeply with only one song. So now that the full length's out, 
and that we've listened to it, <laughs> it's time to figure out, okay, are they going to be 2011's biggest one-hit wonder, or is it going to be one of 2011's best albums of the year? So everybody's heard Pumped Up Kicks, so I'm going to play a different track for you guys. This is Foster the People with Houdini. When I feel kind of pain and I want to stress I spass it up on a belly Well you got what you want, what you never knew Perfect gift for me to you Torches, the debut album from Foster the People. David, is it working for you? You know, I'm a split personality on this one. We've just talked about two albums, an album from Death Cab for Cutie and My Morning Jacket, two bands that started out as independent, making their own sounds, writing their own songs, that then kind of came into the mainstream slowly through building up a bunch of material and a lot of albums. And that's before I think the rest of our industry figured out how to take these bands from their first steps and distribute them to the world. Well, now we have new platforms to do that and while I love Pumped Up Kicks and I think this is a strong debut album I'm still unsure about what the story is with this band you know they're from Los Angeles and that's about it <laughs> that's about it they're from Los Angeles they worked with Greg Kirsten who's an award-winning producer they worked with Paul Epworth who's also an award-winning producer who they know how to write and arrange songs and record them and make them sound modern and fresh and new to our ears. They know what's gonna sound good to us right now because they're really talented producers. Mm -hmm. But as for the band and the lyrics behind the songs and everything else about them, I'm just not sure yet. Now, with that said, I love the fact that we have a summer jam. This is the perfect song to put on your mixtape. Pumped Up Kicks is something that you should spread to your friends put it on in your party mix enjoy it there are other great songs you heard houdini the lead track helena beat is Excellent. also mm -hmm. a great jam yeah, nice kind of electro funk yeah sort of number if there is such a thing and i think but. there's something behind them working with these great producers i don't know the full story and i'm really excited to see this band live and figure out if they, can, they can pull it off and we'll see what happens with them you know if they have a follow-up album but for now they're one hit wonder to me yeah and you guys know what mark foster's day job was no what was it writing commercials oh. <laughs> it kind of makes, makes sense, sense. You can't deny Pumped Up Kicks. It's funky. It's danceable. It's great. It's a winner of a song. I got to tell you, the minute I slapped this on, you know, knowing this song, I was blown away by how much I liked the first track. And then digging into the album, it's hit or miss. I mean, one track reminded me of, you know, some of the British kind of faux R&B singers like a Rick Astley. That was uh, track number three, Call It What You Want. Well, Paul, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
Duckworth worked with Adele and he's yeah. worked with all these people. Yeah. And I don't know how much he's worked with these artists and how much this album was, you know, produced versus how much of it is actually the band's original sound that they sort of had in the club and they just got scooped up in the recording studio and got to work with these great talented producers. But like I said, I'm still a little bit skeptical. But at the same time, you listen to this album, you can listen to it all the way through. No problem. Mm -hmm. so. You know, I remember way back in the day buying an album by the Thompson Twins, who this reminds me of a little bit because I liked a single and I hated it. I don't hate this album start to finish, you know, for whatever that's worth. So there's nothing <laughs> wrong with music being fun. And yeah. I think that's kind of what they're about. I mean, their name, Foster the People, they say that they make music for everybody. Yeah. And they don't really want to be pigeonholed anywhere or have big high expectations put on them. You know, they just want to make good, fun music. And I think that's what this album is, start to finish. It's just a good time. Yeah. And whether or not it's going to be an album that carries through the ages, I don't think that's what they're going for. They're just having a good time it's full of laid back lo-fi 60s vibes and real slick bass lines mm -hmm. and catchy harmonies and lyrics and whether or not it's breaking you know any mold i don't know if that's what their point was but it's fun yeah it's an album that uh, is ready for the dance floor and ready for the summer of 2011 the album is called Torches from Foster the People. Now it's time for the portion of the show where we invite you to get involved. It's the musical question of the week, and here's how it works. Every week we'll ask a question, and you can join in. My guests and I will start off and invite you to answer online. Today's question, well, we've now reached June. What's your favorite summer song? David. I have two albums that I want to share with you that I realize I listen to every summer, and I'd never thought of them as summer albums, but the first two pavement albums always come back to me each summer crooked rain crooked rain that was their second album mm -hmm. and their debut slanted and enchanted and i think it's because you can put them on at any time of day which is kind of what the summer represents to me you know the summer is when the weather gets nice and it's my day is no longer split up into the coldest part versus the bearable sure. part versus yeah. the part where i have to get in my <laughs> car and transport myself and you know get all bundled up so I love these albums because you can put them on any time of day. They're the perfect albums for when you're hanging out with friends and there's moments of them that are so catchy and memorable and other parts that I can always kind of pause and rediscover. So those are my two albums for summer. Fair enough. Melanie? I picked a song I this time. Mm -hmm. uh, usually I like to listen to a lot of hip hop and rap in the summer. I don't know. I think it's because I like rolling down the street. In my Mazda. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this summer, I have a different vibe going, and maybe it is the weather. There's one track with Summer in the title that is just so delicate and beautiful, and it's kind of setting out to be my soundtrack this summer. It's Jessica Hoop. Her track, Summertime. a nice one it's it's very melancholy and sentimental and kind of a lazy afternoon summer track that just sounds good to me anytime if i'm sitting lazy on the porch sipping a beer watching what's going on on my block 
you know, I'd probably want the wind in my hair and the sun shining down on me and listening to Jessica Hoop's Summertime. Now, it's a nice afternoon for me. What, what's she up to now? I haven't heard that name for a I few years. I don't know. Years. She came out with an album, what was it, David, like two years ago? Yeah. About mm-hmm. two years ago. Didn't really do a whole lot, but uh, I'm sure she's still making music. I wonder if she's still Tom Waits' his nanny. Probably, probably not. not. Kids are probably old enough to not <laughs> need a nanny not. anymore. <laughs> but she's, she's still this like crazy pixie musician from beyond. I picked a song from uh, Nancy Sinatra and Lee Hazelwood, a song called Summer Wine. When I woke up, the sun was shining in my eyes. My silver spurs were gone, my head felt twice its size. She took my silver spurs, a dollar and a dime, and left me craving for more summer It has the big, lush arrangements and some big 60s production stuff that uh, Lee Hazelwood was so good at, and to me it's just perfect, and this is my pick for summertime. So, what's your song? We want to know. Chime in at thecurrent.org and look for music hits. In this episode, we discuss Circuital, the new album from My Morning Jacket, Codes and Keys from Death Cab for Cutie, and the debut full-length album from Foster the People, Cold Torches. I want to thank David and Melanie for dropping by today. Good to be here. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. It was fun. It's a wrap. Thanks for checking it out. You can subscribe to the podcast of the show by clicking on Music Heads when you go to thecurrent.org. Program was produced and edited by Scott Adamson. Yours truly is the executive producer. Peter Valley and Brett Baldwin are the podcast production coordinators. Julia Schrankler manages our show's online discussion, which you can join. Go to thecurrent.org and look for Music Heads, then follow the links to join the discussion. Thanks to members of Minnesota Public Radio make shows like this one possible. I'm Bill DeVille from 89.3 The Current, part of Minnesota Public Radio. Music Heads, is it working for you? 